Welcome back to Inside Games, the only gaming news show brave enough to lead with the most negative thing we could find about the finals. That's right. It's the shooter flavor of the week right now, but it seems like cheaters are already leaving a bad taste in many players' mouths. Is it really that bad? Also, what even is the finals? Where did it come from? Why is it rocketing up the Steam charts? Yeah, luckily, we're in the habit of answering questions on this show, not just asking them. So why don't you hit us with that info dump, Charlotte? Yeah, I would love to, Lawrence. You did just ask another question, though. Why do we keep doing that? Okay. Uh, never mind. Anyway, the finals is our new number one FPS in town, and while it's already drawing a ton of attention, there are some dark clouds on the horizon. The team-based free-to-play shooter entered open beta on October 26th. In it, you and other players compete in a virtual combat game show where you can become famous, get sponsors, and also maybe stay alive. The game has already shot up the Steam charts with an impressive all-time peak of more than 267,000 players just a few days ago. Uh, why? <laughs> was, I played this in Alpha and I still don't really even know. Uh, the final standout features are its fully destructible environments, which are really cool, and a movement system that ensures every player experiences the same impact to the world at the same time. Writing for Forbes, Mike Stubbs called it the most fun he's had in an FPS in years, writing... With battlefield-style building destruction, some unusual grenades, and lots of explosive canisters across the map, chaos is around every corner, and it's great fun. That sounds like Levolution to you from Battlefield. There's a reason. Uh, the game is a project of Embark Studios, which was co-founded in 2018 by a group of industry vets, including CEO Patrick Soderlund, who previously was an executive at EA, and Jenny Holdshiner, also an EA alum. But before EA, both Soderlund and Holdshiner worked as the CEO and Senior Communications Director of DICE, respectively. That is the Swedish game company that created and developed the whole Battlefield series. Levolution is back, baby! The Finals is one of two projects that Embark has going on, along with a co-op action game, Ark Raiders, that was delayed last year. The Finals' current beta lasts until November 5th on PS5, Xbox Series console series and PC, and it's expected to arrive in full later this year. All right, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a problem, though. It's the same one that all popular shooters have. Cheaters. What? <laughs> I hate it, dude. <laughs> trying to learn a new game and somebody just domes you from across the map. Like, you don't know if it's the game. Like, are you just trash or are other people really that good or are they just cheating? Anyway. Every time. Every time I've ever lost, it's because somebody's cheating. Always. Every time. And that's the problem because nobody wants to play a game that has a ton of cheaters in it. So the finals has taken off, but cheaters might keep it back on Earth. Yeah, over on the game subreddit, uh, user BimmerHue said the game is currently unplayable because of cheaters. Another highly upvoted post begs developer Embark to take steps like adding a robust reporting system and kill cams to confirm suspicious activity. User Rothdog wrote, quote, yesterday I was having a blast on this beta. Today, every other game has a blatant cheater in it. This game will die very quickly if the devs don't take this seriously. Now, obviously every popular game has its share of cheaters, uh, chess, capitalism, all of them. Fortnite, <laughs> PUBG, CSGO, Destiny 2, Valorant, you know, it's all wall to wall. Uh, that's just to name a few. They've all battled cheaters and some, you know, with varying degrees of success. Yeah, but some say the finals is being singled out by cheat sellers, which means that the cheaters are going to keep flocking to it until something's done. A community group known as the Anti-Cheat Police Department, or ACPD, which says it gathers intel on cheats to try and disrupt unscrupulous vendors, posted on X that the game has already been targeted by huge pay-to-cheat vendors. They added that, quote, I hope the devs at the finals have thought about anti-cheat 
cheat measures when building this game, or it's just gonna be another title ruined by cheaters. I'm more shocked that somebody would pay money to cheat in an open beta. That's loser behavior. Thing is, it's not just the cheaters uh, that's got everyone up in arms about the finals. Yeah, there's another controversy swarming around the game, and that's its use of AI been criticized by actors and other developers because of its use of AI-generated voiceovers in the game. Yeah, voice actor Gianni Matragrano said that the AI voice acting in the finals doesn't sound good, adding, I hope they take player feedback into consideration and just cast someone. Actor Elsie Lovelock, who appears in Baldur's Gate 3, said that the voice acting sounds like crap regardless of how realistic they think it sounds. AI has, of course, become pretty controversial in creative circles lately, and it was a big sticking point in various recent strikes in Hollywood. Yeah, it still is. Uh, Embark responded to the uproar telling IGN that, quote, making games without actors isn't an end goal. They said they use both recorded audio voices and audio generated via AI text-to-speech tools in their games. Huge steal by the powerhouses. Do not attempt that at home, folks. That makes sense if it's placeholder. Uh, but that's another problem, whether it's temporary or not. It's clear that in this situation, AI robbed us of another particular joy, which is hearing temp developer audio which is something I miss, and it's always a delight. <laughs> what won't those machines steal from us? Ah, I know what we got. The one thing we have, our fiery video game opinions, our hot takes. The Terminators can't steal those. <clears throat> well, they can They can't take our ability to speak. What do we think about the finals? Bruce, you actually played it. I, I haven't been, I haven't played it, even though it looked really cool, and I love DICE's pedigree, and I love the kinds of games they make. But there's just been so many games, it's been hard to cram in an open beta for an online shooter in between all that. So I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's really fun. I, I played the alpha and I've been playing the playtest as well. And they've improved a, a ton of it, honestly. Like the game in the alpha was a little rough, but this one has, has gotten a lot better. That said, in the three and a half hours I played, I ran into a bunch of cheaters, like right away. And it has easy anti-cheat on. So you have to install that and then you go play the game and get it immediately hacked. So it was it was kind of interesting because I was like, what? How is this even a like you said, Lawrence? Like, how are people paying for cheats already in a play test? Um, it was and it was very noticeable. Like you play rounds that felt really balanced, and like uh, the game itself is actually very very balanced, and lots of classes work really well together. But then you'll jump into another game, just get headshotted from across the map by a pistol or something, and you're just like. What is going on? And I know I'm not that bad. <laughs> so it was it was pretty clear that they were cheaters and they are rampant. How does that make you feel, Charlotte? Are, are you in the market for an online shooter these days? Well, as someone who is that bad, it is especially frustrating because I'm, I just start blaming myself. And I, um, I actually am in the market for a shooter, though, because I got really into the Halo Infinite multiplayer, which has been almost completely unsupported since the months after launch, uh, which is really disappointing. And... You know, I guess opposite that, that's a game that has just kind of been abandoned. And this is one that's got hope. It's got industry professionals working on it. This is an open beta. We can just hope that they are taking the criticisms uh, in um, in turn and, and they're going to make it work because like, yeah, it's, it's a different feeling when it's a game that's been out for years and it's got cheaters. Like I've tried to go back to Titanfall 2 and it, the, the multiplayer there is, it's a disaster. People just hack into points of the map where you can't shoot them. Anyway, it sucks, but I I, I do want to play this game because I'm a huge fan of, of Battlefield 1 and uh, 5 especially, and I've been jonesing for another kind of 
experience like that, so, uh, but I'm probably not gonna even try it out until I hear reports of this dying down, or report on reports of this dying down. Charlotte, I've got good news for you. Halo's also having a renaissance right now. Is it? People are coming back to the game. I've been hurt before, Bruce. No, I'm, I'm, uh, it's just what I, like, that's just what I read. I don't know, I haven't played it. So you may wanna go back, give it a shot. All right, Lawrence, what about you? What do you think of the finals? I know you haven't played it. I, I'm just glad that, that people care, um, which is weird. I, I thought we were at a point of saturation where a new shooter, glitzy though it may be, would just not be able to grab anyone's attention because everyone is so locked down by big franchises. So it's cool that a new studio with a, a new shooter that offers a new experience can actually capture people's interest and get a good player base based purely on that. And uh, that's supposed to be what it's all about. I hope. I hope. Uh, so I'm glad that the market, the gaming market isn't so oversaturated that new games can't come in and still carve out a place for themselves. Uh, hasn't really done that yet, I guess, because it's not out. But still, the fact that it has interest is is really cool. Uh, and also, I just love fast shooters. I love fast shooters with a lot of mobility, like arena-style shooters, quake-style shooters. So mixing that kind of movement and that fluidity with destructible environments, it means that you constantly have to be improvising as a player. You know, you have to you have to always be thinking on the fly about what your your opponent's doing, where they're going, and what you can do to counter that. As opposed to like traditional maps where you have lanes of travel and in old Quake times it was all based around spawning of items and stuff. So there's potential for really, really, really cool spec like uh, spontaneous plays. Ones that you've never seen before happening live or you're the one doing them. And that's really, really exciting in a competitive shooter. With all that said, by the way, in regards to AI, I think there's a valid complaint there. And I do think I'm actually glad that the Internet is still harping on this. And hopefully, yes, it was all temporary. Maybe they were testing it to see if people were you know, like, gonna complain about it. And if they weren't gonna complain- We weren't actually gonna do it! Uh, that was temporary! That was temporary! So, I'm glad that the internet jumped on them about that because, yeah, I wanna see some real voice actors out there. I would love to have some people get paid for their work. That'd be cool. Yeah, what happens when we can't tell the difference, Bruce? What are we gonna do? The same AI are telling us that we're doing well while they're helping other people cheat. I'll always be able to tell the difference, Lawrence, because I'm a human. Yes, you're a human, but eventually it'll just be computers playing against each other uh, with with computers talking to them and computers watching on uh, bot streams. People throwing down large amounts of money on AI fighting each other. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I used to do that with Melee. With my friends, we would just make four nests, just jump in there. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, everybody has. All right, usually at the end of the episode, we thank our patrons for supporting us, but we've only got one today, and that's Dane Ottman. So this episode, it's all about you, Dane. Hey, thanks, Dane. Yeah, it's we do it monthly, and I guess we got ahead this month. So Dane Ottman was the only one left in October. How spooky. Uh, but hey, if you want to hear us say your name, please consider becoming a patron of Inside Games. We offer ad-free versions of all of our episodes exclusive podcasts, and more. And you'll also be funding high art, like this comic from Meme Laureate, Kino Fabino. That's what we call high art here on Inside Games. A nice little Inside Games comic for you. I've been handing them out on flyers at Hollywood and Highland. I've been pushing to have them printed on gum wrappers, but I've been getting a lot of uh, resistance. From Big Gum? From Big Gum, <laughs> yeah, from Trident. From Wrigley. Wrigley Gum presents Inside Games. So we get that Wrigley money. We're never coming back. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs>